Blog Talk Radio.
You're now listening to Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio, the biggest colored show on earth, with your hosts, Adrian Charleston, the true butterfly, Miss Ray, and I'm some guy named Jay. Blacktopia Roundtable Talk Radio is the number one live stream dedicated to bringing black folks together from all walks of life, teaching the importance of economic empowerment for our people, and showcasing the talents and abilities of black people across the globe. This is also the number one blog talk radio show that's not being hosted by a convicted felon or a conspiracy theorist wacko or a closeted lesbian, but hey, we're going to put on a great show just as good as all those people too, so listen up. Tonight's main topic is open mics again. We're just going to do that until we, for now, we're just going to do that. We will, uh, we're going to talk about whatever comes to mind, whatever topics you saw in Blacktopia, in the Facebook group, whatever. We're going to talk about it. For all y'all that's pressed one already, wait until after 930. That's when we'll start taking your calls. But uh, when we open up the phone lines, if you're listening on a link or anything like that, give us a call at 929 477 Three eight seven two, and then press one, and uh, and then wait your turn. We'll bring you on. Also joining us for the discussion is Blacktopian singer, songwriter, rapper, entertainer, everything is Jamie Moe here to talk about her latest single, which you just heard, Alter Ego. But before we get into all that, I just want to let you know that you can check us out at www.blacktopia.org, and you can also download and install the Blacktopia mobile app on iTunes, Amazon.com, and BlackBerry World. I want to give a shout-out to the ABC2 Foundation, ABC2, A Better Chance, A Better Community. Get more information and updates on the organization and community events at www.abc2foundation.blogspot.com. I also want to give a shout-out to another amazing organization helping the youth in our community, Renewed Inspiration. Visit Renewed Inspiration at www.renewedinspiration.org. I also have some books to tell you about as well. Also purchase the new book, Reality Check, from author Tiffany Brown at www.tiffanylbrown.com. The book, Reality Check, is a fiction book based on real-life events. Reality Check follows the journey of Tony, a young, successful woman who is at the peak of her career. She's highly respected in the community and believes in her purpose to help others. After becoming a victim of a crime she couldn't have prepared for, she must figure out how to survive her own tragedy while still helping the children she is entrusted to protect. Denise and Melanie are two of Tony's clients who are dealing with the pressures of life and trying to find themselves in the midst of crisis. Can they learn to trust again? Are they ready to accept their blessing? Find out when you read the book. Please note, this book contains the difficult subject of a sexual of sexual assault, excuse me, sexual assault, and has a non-consensual sexual scene. Purchase the book Reality Check on www.tiffanylbrown.com. Also, purchase the book The Dick Had Me Dizzy by author R. Coxton. The Dick Had Me Dizzy, available on Amazon. Yes, um, I, I shouldn't be reading that. Somebody else can read that, <laughs> but but definitely get the book. All right, now for all y'all that's pressed one, just just hang on, hang on, we'll get you. 
Let's go on ahead and bring on the uh, the host. Okay, hold on just a second. Having a little trouble here. It's all good, though. Okay. Thank you for listening, too. Miss Ray. That is I. That is you. <laughs> Hello, hey. Hello, hey. Yes. How's it going? Hey. You good, Jay? I'm great. How about yourself? I can't front today. I'm tired. Well, we're going to make oh. it through. We're going to make it through. We're going to make it through. And I'm going to oh, put yeah. this on mute while I, while I eat my uh, teacher's appreciation, buy one, get one Chipotle. And then I'll oh, yeah. finish chewing and come back home. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Adrian Charleston, the true butterfly. Yes. Uh oh. Yes, I am glad here. you found hey, Huh? Hey. I said I'm glad you sound hey. excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always excited to be here. That's great. I'm glad you're excited to be here. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on the guest. Come on, guest. <laughs> Jamie Mo. <laughs> Jamie. You're muting your phone. <laughs> I know. I told you. <laughs> Jamie. I'm here. Oh, yes, yeah, you're here. Oh, that's the real <laughs> oh, she probably muted herself. <laughs> All right, Jamie. Now, this is how... in the yes, indeed. All right. Now, this is how we do the show. Uh, I interview you all the way up at about 930, 935. Then um, after that, we take some calls from the listeners. After we take some calls, we have a break at 10, play some songs, play some commercials, and then we have Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston, and then after that, we have some more, you know, we can get into the topics and things like that. Also, if, if none of the callers have any, uh, you know, any, any follow-up questions, they're also welcome to start any topic as well, and that's our show. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Hold on, let me go okay. take another drink. Hold on. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> she got hydrated. She had to get hydrated. She said, hold on. Hydrate. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, uh, well, are you, are you, are you uh, well, definitely, as you all heard, Jamie Moe's single, Alter Ego, we just played that after we played the introduction. And um, for all y'all just tuning in that haven't heard it, you get a chance to hear it again later on in the program. Jamie Moe. All right, I'm back. I am back with my drink. Good. Okay, good, good. We go on because it's live, not because it's ready. <laughs> but thank you for being here. Um, thank you well, for having me. Because it's 9 o'clock. Oh, yes. 
Oh, yeah. Now, how would you describe yourself? What are you drinking, by the way? Let's start with that question. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing that, Jay, and that was my next question. <laughs> so, I am drinking Crown, Crown Royal. All right. Oh, yeah, you got to get it. Any other flavors? And flavors, no, so the I apples? Like, I like, no, so I like my alcohol to be straight, no chaser. Oh, fuck. Okay, straight, no chaser, let's go. All right. Okay, now, Jamie, how would you describe yourself as an artist? Uh, you already had enough to drink already? Straight, no chaser. <laughs> you passed out, did you? Are you still here? I think, Jamie. She, said, I think she said the best, straight, no chaser. <laughs> Okay, that's she. She's just like her drinks. That's how she describes right. herself as an artist. All right. Okay, Jamie. Okay, let's 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 bring her back. She dropped off. Let's see which one of these seven two numbers is hers. Okay, Jamie. Yes, sir. All right. How would you describe yourself as an artist? I am very detailed and I am very sensual. So as me as an artist, I pretty much tell stories. Um, I talk about things that people are afraid to talk about, but I have no problem talking about if not my own sexuality, I will talk about other people's experience in a song. So when you talk about other people's experiences, are you talking about their experiences with you from their eyes? No. Jesus, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, so, um, um, there is a couple of truths in the song. Um, it really depends on which one you listen to as far as what I like. Um, Slow Ride is probably one of the songs that I wrote in songs that really give details of what I like to do. So if anybody hasn't heard Slow Ride, Slow Ride is available on all major music streams, platforms, YouTube, it's everywhere. So that gives a very detailed description of what I like to do as far as my sexuality. Um, all my other songs, it's pretty much mixed in what I like to do, what I heard others like to do. Um, and then in a lot of my other songs that are non-sexual, um, I write about different stories that I didn't heard other people tell me about, and I just pretty much bring it to life in the song. Um, perfect song, Give My Love a Try. Um, it was based off of true events, but the chorus part, it's, it's not me. I don't. Want, I really don't want him to get my love to try because I mean that that guy is is crazy in the head. But um, yeah. So pretty much, it's a very detailed story of uh, him telling me about his experiences with uh, his relationship with his significant other, and I just pretty much made it into a song, recorded the song, had the song uh, mastered. And I gave it back to him, and when he heard it and actually heard, like, the events that was happening in my verses, he was kind of shocked 
that I even remembered him telling me that. So, yeah. So that's how it goes. A lot of my songs is based off of experiences. If it, if it's not my own, it's somebody else's experience. Ah, so the bottom line is you like to tell folk business in your music, huh? Well, I don't give names. That's that's. <laughs> I be I be telling it, but I don't give names of those people just for confidentiality. But I make the song enjoyable. I do do that. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now, um, now earlier in the program, I called you an everything. It's because you do a little bit of everything. Uh, could you tell the audience about a little bit of all that everything that you do? Because I know you sing and you also play spoons and all this stuff. So, what do you do? So, what I do is I do uh, comical sketches here and there. Um, I'm a very open person, so not only um do I be serious about my music stuff, but I can also be funny about my music stuff, too. So all of my music stuff that's on the comical side, those are actually true. Um, I used to work for RTD, and I used to do a lot of comical sketches based off of just my job. That was my way of expressing my stress and frustration with the job, but I made it funny so that other people can, you know, tune in and see what I actually do for a living. Um, one of my uh, videos that I posted on Facebook, it actually went viral. Did I did not expect for it to go viral, but it went viral. Um, it was a fight that happened on the Route 15, and it's pretty much just a voiceover of myself singing. Um, it was Rihanna's song, uh, Love on the Brain, but I took the beat and pretty much made it into my own song. So I'm describing this fight that's happening on the bus, and I'm singing about it. And everybody was not even concerned about the fight itself. It was more so just my voice. Like, they wanted to know, who is this girl singing this song? Like, she just made it very enjoyable, even though the fight was horrible. So that I also do um, with, with withdrawals, like preparing myself for work. Um, I'll sit there in a chair, and I'm pretty much trying to detail my entire day before I even leave the house. So that video also went viral. Um, didn't expect it to, but it went viral more so on the transit side. Of um, of some groups that I've been following, um, that that's my transit family. Um, so I put things in there that they can relate to what they wish to say to passengers that they can't say that I would actually say to a passenger. So I do that. I also do um, voice animation, so I can sound like different kind of characters. Um, that's something that I would love to take up with you in the future. Um, you know, bringing just trying to you know bring awareness to my other things that I can do as far as Jamie and Jamie Mo. Um, what else can I do? I, I love to crack jokes. That, that's just me. Um, that's pretty much it. I'm a good performer. Um, I'm not one of them people that likes to pick up a mic and just sit there and stand and say a few words. Nah, I'm the type of person that likes to get a microphone and walk around in my crowd, get the, you know, bring some energy to the crowd, you know, while I'm singing, I crack a few jokes in between just to keep everybody interested. So that's just, you know, that's just a little gist of what I do, or what I like to do. And I just want people to be more aware of what I can do besides singing. Okay, now what are some of the things that inspired you to do all all of what you do? 
and um and you know other than other people's sexual experiences <laughs> and uh and, and what else has influenced you as an entertainer? So one the one person that inspired me to pursue my dreams was my grandmother. Um I started off singing in a church and my grandmother she wasn't really off in the the, the church thing. So I know um growing up I listened to a lot of sensual music. A lot of it my parents don't even know about it <laughs> but I would listen to it and I actually enjoyed it because it brought a good feel to the story that they talked about. So um, I would sing a lot of sensual music to my grandmother because that's what she enjoyed. And I want to say the last song that I ever sang to my grandmother, it was um, Silly of Me by Denise. No, take that back. It was Misty Blue by uh, Dorothy. I sang that for her. And uh, she told me that I had a beautiful voice and that I need to take it somewhere. And I'm like, you know what, you're my grandma. You're just bluffing. You're just telling me that because I'm your granddaughter and you love me and you don't want to see me hurt and all that stuff. And she was actually pretty serious about it, um, not knowing that that would be the last time I would think for my grandmother. Um, after she died, I took that pretty hard. And I remembered our last conversations about me, my voice, and her telling me that I should do something with it, that I need to pursue it. So um, she really inspired me to just step out of my box. My grandmother, um, one thing my grandmother taught me was to be my own person. I always keep my head up high, and the only time that my head should be low is when I'm praying. So um, my grandmother, she truly inspired me just to become this woman that I never thought that I could be. Um, And her death really made me, just start thinking about a lot of things. So um, that's when I just started coming out. I just started coming out. I was always afraid of criticism. I was always afraid of people talking about me because I'm I'm a different kind of woman, you know. Um, I'm, I'm not like every every other female. Like, I'm my own person. I'm very different. Um, my, my thinking is very different from a lot of people, and I think that's why a lot of people um, like me because I am different. So, um she pretty much inspired me to just come out of my box and to express my uh, my different side to the world, and that's what I plan on doing in the future, and, and I'm all in honor of my grandmother because I know that if she was alive, she would be proud of the progress that I've been making so far. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, now, do you have any songs dedicated to your grandmother? I have one song. It's a very difficult song that I wrote for her. It's actually on my YouTube page, and I actually sang that song through headphones. I haven't really came to terms as far as getting into a studio to actually record it because my feelings always get involved. Um, but the song is uh, I Cry, um, and that song was dedicated to my grandmother. So it just gives – the song itself just gives a, a, a description of um, – like, you you know, when you, you hear about death and, you know, you got all these people coming to you telling you that it's going to be okay, it is never going to be okay. I would never even think of my mouth to tell somebody else that they lost somebody that was really close to them that it's going to be okay because it's never going to be okay. You just learn how to deal with it. You just deal with it. You tolerate it. But it's, it's not going to get better. It's not going to ever be okay. So I put in that song, 
that it's not going to be okay, but I know that you're thinking of me and all this other stuff. And at the end, it was kind of cute because I had my, my two little babies in there. I have a set of twins. So at the end, my kids come on and said that they love their Gigi. Um, they called her Gigi. Um, so, yeah, they were pretty devastated about her passing as well. Um, they took it pretty hard. So I wanted them to be a part of the song with me. And they they come in at the end and they said how much they love their GG and stuff like that. Then the song fades out. So eventually I will get the song made. I just need to build up the courage and the voice strength to really re-record that song. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I totally understand how you feel on that. Um Oh, yeah, and if I don't uh, speak to you before Sunday, happy Mother's Day, too, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so oh, much. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. All right, now, who are, uh, I w- I who are some of the I will actually work Mother's Day. <laughs> Say it again? I said I will actually well, work can... Mother's Day. Ah, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, well, hopefully nobody mess up on the, you know, act up on the bus. On that day, on Mother's Day. Uh, I, I keep my stick real close, but I keep my blade closer. So if they act up, I will cut or beat them. Yo, definitely. You know, I guess if they do uh, act up, you got another song right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. I'll write about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, who who are some of the artists you've worked with? Um, so just not just artists, but just artists, producers, anybody. Who else have you worked with in general? I've only worked – no, I take that back. So I worked with uh, some guy, and it's so bad because I don't even remember his name, but I know that um, his song was no good, so I charged him money to just be in a feature with it. I don't even remember what the, the song title is called. It, I, I know it's terrible. That is so terrible on my end. But if anything is bad, I don't remember it. So that's one artist that I don't remember that I worked with. The second one um, is Quatre. He was actually um, in the battle um, last Tuesday when y'all guys did that little four-week battle and stuff like that. He was actually there. Um, He's here with me in Denver, Colorado. So he's one guy that I've been working with very, very closely. Me and him have a lot of songs out there in the world. Um, he's pretty much the one that opened me up to, um, professional recording. Um, I remember the first time I ever recorded with him, I was a nervous wreck. You know, I was, I was nervous as hell. And I went on ahead and recorded, I recorded two different songs with him. And uh, he just pretty much just took my hand and said, you know what, Jamie, you know, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to do this together. We're going to do that. So um, that's another artist that I work with. And like I said, me and him is really close when it comes to the music stuff. Me and him got a couple of projects that's in the works. Um, you don't really hear too much of duet from a girl and a guy um, arguing or being very, you know, intimate with each other. You don't hear too many of that anymore. So that's another project that me and him is working on. Me and him is actually trying to come out with a mixtape. It's it's kind of it's going to be like similar to Dave Lopes and Jaquita's mixtape. So it, um, I think that's that's going to be a pretty a pretty exciting project for me and him. And besides him, I've been working 
uh, real close with my engineer, too. Um, there hasn't been any music that I have put out with the engineer because he's also an artist, too. His name is uh, Nori. And uh, we're, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm getting around to it because I, I write daily. So I, I'm getting around to it. So when the time is right, me and him will start working together as well. But all in all, I've only worked with actually have music recorded and put out there. I've only worked with two artists. I'm a hard person to please. I'm a very tough person to please. I just don't want to be on anybody's album or anybody's, you know, single if it's not any good or if I don't think that it's going to go anywhere. Um, I know that sounds bad, but that's just me. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm not, and the thing is, I've only been doing this for about um, about seven or eight months. I haven't been doing it long, so I haven't really got around to hear everybody to see who I really want to work with, who I don't want to work with and stuff like that. I have not been doing this long, but it feels like I've been doing this for a couple of years now. So not too many people. I start in a lot of videos. Now, if you want to go to the videos, I start in a lot of videos. But as far as artists, I've only worked with two. Oh, okay, okay. Are you familiar uh, Are you familiar with Young Facts or Nova? Who? Huh? Young Facts. Young, young Shots? No, facts. F A T T Z. Oh, yes, yes. Um, his brother <laughs> wanted me to uh, work with him. Um, he goes by Jack Rab on Facebook. Um, I am familiar with him. He was probably one of the first people that reached out to me as far as music. That's when my uh, Route 15 fight video went viral. It actually came across his timeline. And that's when he reached out to me. He wanted to do some work with me, but he wanted me to sign to a label, and I felt that I was not ready for that yet. It was it was too soon. I wasn't even recording professionally yet. So I just felt that it was too soon, that I wasn't ready, and I really just wanted to step out and get my feet wet and stuff like that. But, yeah, that is his um, – if it's not his cousin, it's his brother. He's, he's either or his brother or his cousin. I'm not really sure which one, but I am familiar with um, Young Fat and his work and what he does. Yes, I am familiar with him. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, everything is uh, – I remember seeing the, the fight video on Instagram. I, I At first, when you were talking about it, I didn't put two and two together. But then as we started talking and they mentioned uh, – I thought about young fats, and I said, okay, this is how I know about all this. <laughs> yeah, because yes, I'm yeah. pretty sure that one of them shared my video. One of them shared my video, and maybe Young Fat shared my video, too. So, yeah. So, yes, I'm, I'm familiar with him. I haven't met him, but I am familiar with him. Okay, okay. After you answered that, I, okay. that I think that's that's what led you into Blacktopia, too, if I'm not mistaken, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, okay. Well, let me go on ahead and pass the mic to the, pass the, mic to the wings. The wingspan, okay. Adrian Charleston. Adrian, you, you want to go first? You can go first, Raven. I did have some questions, but I'll let you go first. Well, no, I'll go first because you're going to get into some serious stuff. Um, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> right, right. 
No, I just have a question. So, you know, uh, I, I'm, I am a in-the-moment type person, so um, most of the time when I come up with stuff is off the fly. So so my nephew, only 21, pops up in the house today, and he's just singing at the top of his lungs, like Jennings, must be nice, talking about having someone that come home from a long day work. And I'm like, dude, you're 21, talking about that a thug need you have feelings too. First of all, how you know this song, you're 21. But anyway... What is the song that you just have to sing at the top of your lungs, either yours or someone that you really enjoy? And it can be more than one, but what is that song that just takes you out and you just have to sing it and you just keep singing and singing it, like, for the rest of the day? (laughs) So, (laughs) so my song would have to be Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love Mm. You. I take that song to church. You heard me. I can take that song to church for real. I will bust up in somebody's house singing that. And I, I would do that. Snapping. Snapping. Yes. That no, that and I have nothing by by Whitney. I love both of those I do. Like Yes. Okay. Okay. I see you. Okay, all right, Raven, go ahead with your question. Sometimes you just got to know what, you know, what, what brings people out and make them shout. Go ahead, Raven. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So first off, I'm not, I'm going to continue the nice vibe that we have here with her. So what I'll do is I'll wait until the second half of the show and I'll make it like um, our open topics. And then, of course, because um, it's in her it's in her um, vicinity, her region, then, of course, she right. can, you know. So we'll do it like that because it's, it's a really nice vibe right now, and bringing this up oh, yeah. is not appropriate. So oh, yeah. I oh, want yeah. to keep us. I want to keep flowing. But, oh, yes. Yeah. Um, well, let's go I ahead. Think... Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Jay. Oh, I was going to say, um... well, I just want to say we want to. <laughs> no, you go. You go. I'll be quiet. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, so, all all okay. right, all right. Well, I want to say we got some uh, some callers. Let's go ahead and take them right quick. Uh, and also, if you're streaming from the link or on an app or anything like that, just give us a call at 929-477-3872 and press 1. We're talking to Jamie Moe. Let's go ahead and Jamie take this Mo's first caller. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Caller in the 704-956. You're on the air. Who is this? Uh, Caller in the 704-956-9, excuse me, 704-956. Uh, yeah, this is Randy Cox, and I was just listening to the show to get the vibe. That's about it, and support. Yeah. Okay, Thank you good, so good. I appreciate your support, sir. Listen to my EP album. It's on all major mu- uh, music platforms. I, I, I was just watching your video. It's nice. It's real nice. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, before we go to the next call, caller, Mr. Randy Cox, uh, yes, you actually, uh, you're going ahead and plug. I'll let you say it. <laughs> All right. 
Mr. Cox, Mr. Randy Cox. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm serious. Go on ahead and plug. Go on ahead and plug your book right quick. Um, basically, um, my book is called "The Dick Had Me Dizzy." It's basically about an alpha male learning how to 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 fall back and let his woman take the lead. You know what I mean? Uh, he he was basically, you know, playboy type or whatever. You know, not one for commitment or whatever. And you know, he found that one, and and it was hard for him to adjust. But in the end, it was worth his while. Oh, oh yes. So you know Ray got a question about this. Come on, this Ray got a question about this. Um, what? So this title, well, sir. Um, oh, the I mean, it's it's a sexually explicit book, but it's also content there as well. It's not just you know them having sex all the time. It's it's, it's a good storyline. It's a real good storyline. I, I try to I try to write my books outside the norm. Where you know it's some it's some depth there as well as the sex because when I mean when, women seem to love the sex thing so you gotta feed the readers what they like. Oh yeah, I like that. So where I like where details. were you? Right, right, Jamie. So where <laughs> were you when you came up with this title? Like, were you just were you in the middle of a of a sexually explicit moment? Or was it just like, were you at Panera's having some tea, you know what I'm saying, on the little MacBook, whatever? How did the, how did the title pop into your head and pop onto the page? Um, uh, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm the type where, you know, I'll, I'll consult with, with other uh, author friends. Um, and, and I kind of ran it by a friend what the storyline was. And he was like, hey, how about this right here? And at first, you know, I was like, I don't know. And then after a while, I was like, why not? You know, because it's basically, you know, what what the book is about. You know what I mean? Because both of them, it, it, it deals with BDSM as well. So, you know what I mean? Um, with, 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 the, with the female character or whatever, she was kind of she was kind of inside the box, and I guess he kind of turned her out. So the title fit. Mm. Oh, so it's well, silent, well, but that's only because my phone was on mute because I was over here like really. Okay, I'm going mm. back on mute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I get a chance to get the book out. It's really, it's really, really a good book. Oh yes, Raven is on Amazon. Definitely cop that. You know, give some yeah. uh, some inspiration for some new poetry, perhaps. Yeah, that. definitely. You, you know gonna, what I mean? Because I, I, I feel I'm like if, I feel like as an author, you can never get complacent, and you 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 know, just like a a, a lyricist or a poet, anybody else, you you have to step outside your box and experiment sometimes. And I like experiment because. I never want somebody to read my book and be like compared to somebody else's book. You, you feel what I'm saying? So I, I, I play with all genres. Mm. Well, well, sir, well, don't you be know mad we're have... if I take your book and I make a song out of it. I'll give you your credibility. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at it. Feel, feel free to. You have my permission. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, 
Jamie, you should do the soundtrack to the book. <laughs> I should. That, 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 that would be but you know, I, I I got good reviews on it or whatever. I'm basically just trying to um, right now, just trying to expand my brand because I, I never want to mm-hmm. be I, I never want to be pigeonholed. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely open to ideas. All right. Oh yes. Well, I uh, I just tagged you two in a post again, a uh, comment together. So uh, if you guys want to want to, oh, and Adrian also did it too. See, we're thinking alike, okay. Gemini. So you definitely. Uh, yeah. I just posted yes, the link connect. to his book, Black Obia. So go ahead and yeah. go ahead and hit that link. Okay. Thank <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying the show. All oh right. yes, we're enjoying you. Glad to have you. Uh and we're also gonna yeah. have you uh in two weeks. Too. Yeah. The twenty first. Yep. The twenty first. That's right. Yes, yes. So uh so uh, all y'all got those juicy questions about the dick had me dizzy, his book, the twenty first. Our Troxon will be in the will be in the hot seat. So you can you can grill him about all that. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm already thinking about I mean, concept in my head right now about the title. Yeah, I, I, I look um, forward to it. If, if you get it, <laughs> oh, yeah, Amazon and uh, check out my catalog. Uh, I got, I got, I got some pretty interesting reads over there. Oh, okay. Definitely. I'll be, I'll definitely. be checking you out. Well, get some ideas. Definitely. Yeah, now, Mr. Yeah, definitely, uh, Mr. Poppins, definitely. Well, thank you for the call. We're gonna go ahead and take some more calls. Uh, actually, Adrian, I heard you. Uh, you you want to say something before we? Uh... All right. Well, thank you, Mister. I'm good. All right. Definitely. Thank you for the call. We're gonna go ahead and take the the phone lines lit up. <laughs> so uh uh uh-uh. so uh uh oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, so let's go ahead and take the next caller. Uh, actually, you know what? I this was one of the topics I posted in the Facebook group. Uh, Jamie, if you don't mind, and uh, Arthur R. Coxon, if you have the time, do you want to kind of hang out with us on the panel a little yeah, bit longer? Yeah, I have time. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Probably. Definitely. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. All right. Caller in the uh, – I'm going to get you all. I know a lot of you all lit up. Caller in the 720-609. You're on the air. Who is this? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Quattray. Quantrae. Yeah. yeah you oh, wow. <laughs> now, now, you well, let me yeah, let me let you talk. My bad. There you go. Yeah, how's everybody doing? You're doing great. Doing good, yeah. Kim. How you doing? Yeah. I'm doing good, man. Long day, but it's all good though. How, uh, man, I'm just glad to uh, hear. You know, uh, everybody on the radio, you know, everybody sound like they're in good spirits. You know, shout out to uh, Jamie, you know, for doing her thing. Thank you, and, thank you. Uh, yeah, so what's good, y'all? Hi, um, uh, how's everybody doing, though, man? I mean, I don't really have much to say. I was just, like, really listening in. 
By the way, shameless plug, please go listen to uh, The Secret's Out. Uh, it's out right now on all platforms. Definitely. We'll certainly do that. You you just recently joined Blacktopia, didn't you? Yeah, not too long ago. Um, about like, yeah, yeah, not too long ago. Okay, yeah, good, I, I, good. You're welcome I, to... Uh, You're welcome to uh, plug your link. <laughs> oh, I yeah. Mean, You're welcome to plug your link. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, no. Um, I wanted to thank you guys again for uh, allowing me to be on the radio show last week. You know, um, that actually opened up a, a few opportunities for me. And, uh, you know, hopefully in the future, I can <clears throat> y'all can hear more from me. Oh, yeah, we certainly will. Uh, well, definitely reach out to me. You know, I'm Jonathan Coleman in the group, some guy named Jay. So, uh, yeah, in the future, we could possibly have you on as well as a, as a feature. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Again, um, oh, yeah. You know, again, I want to, you know, give a shout out, you know, to, uh, to, to Jamie for, you know, taking this opportunity. Just so I got said before, you know, we don't really have that much opportunities out here in Colorado to actually display who we are and uh Ooh, the way and stick. Yeah, so it's like, you know, um you guys are really helping a lot. I appreciate uh, you guys. Colorado. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate him so much because if it wasn't for him reaching out and giving me the opportunities that I have now, I wouldn't even be in this position today if it wasn't for him. So I thank him so much from the bottom, in the top, in the middle of my heart. Because uh-huh. I already know that you're going to say something funny if I say just from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it's just one of those things like me as, a, as an artist, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And, um, you know, I like to reach back and try to help other people. Uh, succeed as well you know um, most people just want to like you know play crabs in a bucket and kind of pull each other down and don't want to see the next person go but um, you know I've, I've always like you know uh, seen the potential and talent when when it came to uh, her music so it was uh, uh, it was my honor honestly you know and thank, thank you guys you know Oh, yes. Thank you as well. And again, uh, Quantre, you're welcome to, to plug anything you want into the group. And uh, definitely reach out to me. Jamie, you're welcome to introduce them to me or whatever, however you want to do it. And uh, we could possibly have you in the future. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Thank you. Oh, yes, you're welcome. We throw some claps on it, and we're going to go to the next caller. Thank you again. All right. Caller in the 803, excuse me, 8, excuse me, 8, Big Woo Radio. Indeed. What's up, Jamie Moe? Hey, yo. 
say, yeah, JT, what do you think about this title? Uh, <laughs> Did you hear the title? Title self-explanatory. <laughs> okay, I'm going back on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Well, yes, so, yes. So, Jamie Moe is still on the hot seat, isn't she? Oh, I mean, you know, she's the feature, but we can talk about the topics. You can ask yes, more questions. Yes, yes. Ask, ask some more questions, JT. Yep, she's still on the hot seat. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I, I got you. Uh, Jamie Moe, I want to ask you this. Uh, anybody that's watched the video to Alter Ego, I want to go ahead and confirm that was nobody doubling there. That was all you. <laughs> I knew he was about to bring it. I knew it. <laughs> what did he say? He said he wants to <laughs> confirm that in that video, there was nobody double, so that was all you. <laughs> yeah, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> that was me. All of that was me. Wow, wow! And I and I want you to say, and I want you to tell the audience again what inspired what inspired your vision on that video. Um, so really, it starts off with the song itself that inspired me to do the video. Um, I had already wrote my first verse. I didn't even have a beat for the, I didn't even have a beat for the song yet. My second verse was inspired. Um, it was actually supposed to be a part, I wanted it to be a part of a remix for a whole different song. And the person that I was uh, working with didn't want to release it as a remix, that he wanted to keep everything original. So I was going through my notes one day, found the first verse, and I'm like, you know what? I don't. It, my verse was too good to just be for it to just be a throwaway. So I combined a totally different vibe together. So in the first in the first verse, I'm singing it, and in the second verse, I'm rapping it. So um, I love the way that my engineer pieced the song together, mixed it, everything. I mean, he took the time to actually go through it and just make it so much better. And I love the song so much that I wanted to have a music video to it. So I'm all thinking, I was putting on Facebook that I need I need me a guy that's got a badass body, you know, so it can bring some attention to my video and stuff like this. So, um, I was on Facebook, didn't even know this guy was my friend, but I was on Facebook and he was posting pictures of his body. Um, he goes by uh, King Powell on Facebook, and uh, he, he is a male dancer, and uh, he's an entertainer for women here in Denver, Colorado. So, you know, he has 5,000 friends. So when I reached out to him, I didn't expect for him to reach back out to me so quickly. I mean, he responded to me within five seconds saying that I would love to be a part of, of your, your mission. I would love to be a part of that. So I met up with him, spoke to him briefly, you know, uh, got a good idea of who this guy was, what he liked to do, and he likes to bring sensuality to any given situation. So I felt that he was a perfect fit 
forward this off the ego because the song is real sexy, and I wanted to make the video really sexy. So um, me and him, we started working. Um, we did the video in um, in three different takes, but he was only in two takes. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, dude brought it. He he brought out the sensuality, especially in the last uh, uh, bit of the video. Um it, it was very, very sensual, very passionate, and it seemed very real, you know, especially for, you know, other onlookers that was looking at it, you know, they, they were like, yo, that you, you guys are in there. So um, we wrapped up the video, and Nori did his thing as far as editing, editing the video and just putting it together. And when I see the video, uh, for the first time before I even put it out, I'm like, yo, I started scratching my head on it for a minute. And I'm like, oh, I might not put this out because people gonna think that I'm like this for real, you know. And I'm like, you know what, you know, forget it, forget it. You know what, YOLO. I had a YOLO moment. You only live once, so I went on ahead and threw it out there. He was actually pretty uh, excited about um, him putting the um, video together. Um, he was really proud of the video and stuff like that. Um, there was a, a, a couple of other people that watched the video before I even watched it. They said they loved it and that it would bring attention to the actual audio of the video. So when I threw the video out there, I got all kind of good feedback for the video and stuff like that. So that's how the video got inspired. And I just like the way it sounded. I like the way it was mixed. And it's very, very explicit, very detailed, uh, very sensual. So, um, yeah, um, shout out to uh, King Powell for being uh, pretty much eye candy for the females in that video because he, he, he brought that shit for real. He, he brought it. Yeah, y'all, y'all did that. And I want to thank y'all, you know, on behalf of all the men and women all across the world. We want to say thank you for the visual, thank you for candy. <laughs> and for anybody don't and don't let her lie to you. She can Hey, just listen to the EP. <laughs> um, so Jamie, Mama, um, yes. can you go yes. ahead and drop yes. that link for the video? Um, right on, right, right in the in the Blacktopia uh, situation, so we can go ahead and just take a look at that real quick. So, um, what, what, what video? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I will drop a link in the Blacktopia group. I will drop the link yeah. to the video. No. So that y'all guys go do that. I would I would drop both of them because I got the video on my Facebook page as well. So I will drop the uh, video off my Facebook and give the link to where you guys can watch it on YouTube as well. Because you know people like to listen to stuff off of YouTube more so. It's trying to find a, a music video off of Facebook. So I'll drop both links. Um, and you guys can check it out. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty hot. I love the way that video came out. I love the way it came out. So. Yeah, I will definitely drop it in the group. Oh yes, oh yes, and uh, I'm reposting it too. So uh, uh-uh. yeah, yeah. Okay, um, it's time to go to break. The... It's time to go to break. We'll co- we'll come right back. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's too early. You got four more minutes. We have five okay. minutes. Okay. I got excited. I got excited. Okay, my bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you want to start your break early, you can press the mute button. We ain't going to know. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right. Uh, well, James, you want to slide another question in there right quick before we actually go to the break? Uh, yeah, I got one more question, but I uh, also have a, a, a um, warning for Adrian and uh, Ray. Hey, look, put the shower on cold after you watch the video, and you'll totally be relaxed after that. Um, okay, well, all I have Jamie to say Moore. is, I don't know if you know this, JT, but oh, you know that May is National Masturbation Month. So May has come, so so do you. So there's that. Okay, my bad. I'm back on mute. You're right. <laughs> you right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yes, y'all go, uh, y'all go cop <laughs> Randy Coxon's book, The Dick Had Me Busy. And while you're reading that, look at Jamie Moe's video at, 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 at the same time. So definitely do that. Get them both. And have a good time. Yeah, all right. All right, so uh, so yeah, Adrian, you want to you want to take the mic from me like you do? No, I'm saying watch the video. No, watch the video. Good, 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 good. All right, you can come back early too. My bad. You said we were taking an early break. I'm taking an early break. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Well, uh, we'll definitely watching take the, the, yeah, watching I'll let the you... rub down. That's what I'm watching. This rub down <laughs> she's getting right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's do shape for the rub down. Okay. I'm sorry. Definitely. Definitely. Y'all enjoy the video. And uh, everybody else, y'all go enjoy the video. We're going to go ahead and take the official break now. We come back. We got some more Jimmy Moe. Uh, definitely James J.T. Thompson. Thank you for the call. And uh, we're going to take some more of your calls when we return. All right. All right now, Black Jamie All right. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Black Topia Roundtable Talk Radio with our guest, Jamie Moe. And while y'all yeah. listening to that video, you can also listen to the song, Alter Ego. Baby, come on in, decorate these walls I'm about to give it to you so 
good that you won't be missing my calls off to be guessing. But the next time we can hit it from the back or from the front or even the side. Baby boy, let me know if you're down the ride. Cause you wish you treat my pussy like a flip the slide. Hello, this is Janie Mo, and I am here to say that at times like this, with all the dangers in the world, we need to come together and watch after, protect, and encourage the young girls in our community. And programs such as Renewed Inspiration is doing just that. Renewed Inspiration's mission is to provide serenity for at-risk teenage girls overcoming environmental academic, and social challenges. Renewed Inspiration utilizes small group development to create a space for at-risk teenage girls to experience renewal and self-esteem, community engagement, and future aspirations. To learn more about Renewed Inspiration and the programs they provide to our young girls, contact Clarissa Byers by visiting the official website www.renewedinspiration.org. Thank you, and let's stand behind the girls in our community. Hi, I'm actress and cast member on the upcoming audio sketch show, Yesterday Night Tape, Deara Gray, and I just want to tell you a little about the ABC2 Foundation. ABC2, a better chance, a better community was founded in 2012 by Mr. Chester Williams to empower young people by providing a life skills program that promotes positive values, healthy habits, and education through community development, culture, and awareness, resulting in real-life power. The World Changers Program is a network of youth working collectively for positive community change. ABC2's signature program, The World Changers, is for young people ages 10 to 24 of various academic levels, demographics, and all those living in Halifax, Warren, Nash, Edgecombe, Wilson, and Northampton counties in North Carolina. So if you would like to sign up a child or volunteer with the program, just email CEO at abc2nc.org. 
If you would like to make a donation to the World Changers program provided by the ABC2 Foundation, use the Cash App and send to ABC2NC in the spirit of community. All right. Welcome back to Blacktopia Presents Roundtable Talk Radio with hosts Adrian Charleston, Miss Ray, and Jay. All right. This segment is Butterfly Flow. Ladies and gentlemen, Adrian Charleston. Hey, everybody. This is Adrian Charleston with Butterfly Flow. So um, on tonight's Butterfly Flow, we're going to talk about a couple few things and we're going to celebrate a couple few things. So um as um Miss Ray was talking earlier because you know Miss Ray teaches. Um it is teacher appreciation week. So if you know some teachers, if your children are in school and, and you like their teachers cuz that's important. Um <laughs> you know, send something to the school, send something out, appreciate teachers. I mean, cash app them, do something because as we know teachers do not make enough money, um, they are underappreciated, and this is a week dedicated to them to at least work on appreciating them, although I think it should be all year. So if you know any teachers, and again, if you go out to your children's school, just, um, yeah, do something for Teachers Appreciation Week. Also, it is Nurses Appreciation Week. So if you know any people in the um Medical field, if you know any nurses out there doing a thing, because as we know, that is a difficult job as well. So, um, you know, send, send a shout-out to all the nurses because dealing with people, dealing with people when they're sick, taking care of people when they're sick is a difficult job, and it could be tough on them. So give them a shout-out and love and hugs and everything as well. And beginning May, this month is... Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, If you don't know or you may know, I'm a psychologist, so this month is near and dear to me because it is able to help highlight mental mental health, mental awareness, just like any um, any other thing that's going on, like you, not only your physical health, you also have to take care of your mental. And sometimes what is going on with your mental can affect your physical. So um, for Mental Health Awareness Month, I just want you all to to take inventory of yourselves, look around at your friends and your family, make sure everyone is doing okay. If they're not doing okay, get them some assistance. And um, and it's okay to ask for help. That is actually the the motto for the suicide hotline. It's okay to ask. So um, remember that it's okay to ask someone if they're not doing well. It's okay to ask someone, um, you know, what's going on with them. It's okay to ask. It's up to them to give you the answer and then see if you can get them some assistance if you can't provide it for yourself. So as as non-clinicians, know your limitations don't do too much, and if you know that you can't give them what they need, get them someone that can help them. So, um, yeah, so that's I'll probably be talking about mental health, and I'll probably hit on different topics um, the rest of the month when I am here, um, just because I think it is important. And, um, and we do talk about it a lot anyway, <laughs> but I'm going to make sure I hit up on it um, every Tuesday in this month that I'm here. So um, 
Thank you. That has been tonight's Butterfly Flow with Adrian Charleston. Definitely, definitely. Also, Adrian, before we bring everybody else on, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Any upcoming appearances? Anything? Um, I will be in Fayetteville Saturday at the Main Library. Um, event starts at eleven. It is free. Um, I will be on early, and it's a, it's called Fight or Fold, and um, just telling you, you know, different things you can do. You can either fight or you can give up. And of course, we want everybody to fight. So. Um, <laughs> That's what it'll be about. I'll be doing some poetry and um, speaking a little bit on probably some mental health things and um, how to how to actually fight, you know, within yourself and um, get yourself back on track. So I think that's all I have coming up this week. And I'll be at City Soul on Wednesday as usual doing poetry. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Y'all go check out Adrian Charles. See Butterfly. All right, let's bring everybody else back on. Jamie Moe, how you doing? I am doing good. I'm still here. <laughs> Love the good, video, good. by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, I think we may have lost. Uh... Okay, oh, here's Raven. Let me get, let me get her on. Raven. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so that butterfly no. flow uh, refocused me and everything, but I watched that video over the break, and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Now, um, actually, let's go ahead and take some more calls right quick before we get into uh, some other topics. Caller in the 704. Oh, actually, I think this is uh, – Mr. Randy Coxon, is it you? Yeah, this is me. Oh, okay, okay. When you came back in, I, I got through off. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Okay. Now, uh, now, Raven, there's some things you wanted to bring up as well. The floor is yours. Okay. Well, unfortunately, this is going to um, be a transition in the kind of mood of the show. But I don't know if everyone is aware, but there has just been another um, fatal um, shooting. Um, And the reason why I wanted to bring it up was not only because it was breaking as the show was actually coming on the air, but also, I don't know if you know this, Jamie, but it was in Colorado. Yes, I am fully aware of that situation. is it around your area? Is it around your region? I know Colorado is a – it's in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Um, I'm not sure what part of Colorado you're in. Um, are they close to each other at all? Um, so Highlands Ranch is maybe about um, 25 minutes um, outside of Denver. It's not very far, um, but mm. it is nowhere close to my home. Um, okay. You know, my, my thoughts and prayers are with the family at this time. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, we do have our share of uh, school violence, um, especially given with the Columbine shooting that happened back mm-hmm. in 2001. And it just reoccurred um, not too long ago with uh, some lady named uh, Solis. Um, she okay. was uh, fantasizing about, you know, the, the Columbine shooting and even had tattoos on her body, um, giving descriptions of uh, the guys 
that were involved, the suspects that were involved in that right. shooting as well. So um, they placed um, all of uh, the schools on shutdown for the next day because they weren't really aware of her intentions to find out that she um, was dead. I'm not really sure. It's been kind of a mixed story with her. We're not really sure if uh, if it was self-inflicted or if she died in police custody. Um, it's just been a, a mixed emotion and, you know, mixed statement with that situation. But, um, yeah. yes, um, I am aware of what happened uh, in Highlands Ranch. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do get our fair share of uh, uh, school violence in you know, I think that what we need to do, and um, the superintendent uh, for um, the ATS schools, that's what where my school, uh, my children are going to school with, and it's uh, mm. a rural public mm-hmm. school. She sent a statement out saying that pretty much we need, we need to come together and rally um, and just pretty much make it safe for kids to go to school. You know, it's, it's not fair for um, our children to suffer because of somebody mm-hmm. else's ego or whatever um, they have going on in their life, you know, it's never the kid's fault. You know, they're there to learn. And a lot of kids, they actually go to school to eat because, you know, um, rent is high. And, you know, sometimes it's hard right. for um, especially a, a single-parent home for um, kids. Um, they're, they're not able to eat like they should at home, so they they look forward to, you know, getting the meals at school. So, you, you know, you're taking away from the baby when, you know, when you're thinking of, you know, harming others, um, especially if they didn't do anything to you, you know. It's never it's never the, the kids' fault. So we as adults do need to take a stand for these kids around here, um, not only in the state of Colorado, but, you know, just period, all over the world, right. the United States. We do need to take a stand for these babies and rally for these babies to make sure that these kids are going to be safe, you know? Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And I, I know that your community is the one kind of being hit right now. But, you know, remember last week it was Charlotte right down the road from me. And the week before that, there was, uh, no, two and a half weeks before that, there was a major incident um, downtown Durham that is literally right down the street from me. Um, that wasn't a school shooting. It wasn't school violence, but a school was involved um, in that because um, it was a major gas explosion downtown Durham. And um, one of the schools had to be evacuated because it was literally a block away. So right. um, this was this was happening with our with our schools. And again, I'm going to relate it back to what Adrian um, just said with her butterfly flow spotlight. You know, mental health because it's it's seeming like our lack of taking control of our own mental health is spilling over into these arenas where it should not be. Like schools right. are not safe, churches are not safe. Those are like major arenas that we used to feel like, you know, that is a safe place, that is the haven, and it's just not anymore. It's just rampant everywhere. And so I just really, I would love to see us just all rally together and just really be concerned about our mental health um, as adults yes. because a lot of yes. these things, a lot of these things that are happening, you know, it's the adults that are afflicting, right? And in the right. cases where it is other students going into, you know, the classroom, it's older students, but guess what? Now we're finding out when we dig deeper, we're just seeing things at home 
And so now they're coming back into the school, reflecting that back into the school. So there's just so much that I just, you know, I'm hopeful, but I'm sad for, especially being in the school, you know, system and seeing some of the things that I'm seeing. It's just heartbreaking. It's days are long, and I'll just say it like that. But yeah, um, it, never, it never used to be that bad, you know, especially oh. you know back in the day. You never really yeah. heard about violence. I mean, you heard about a bunch of fights, but I would rather for somebody. I know it sounds bad, but I would rather for people to fight it out, argue it out, rather than, you know, getting upset because of how they feel and wanting to come back and then everybody is a victim. Um, I know this is off topic, but it will lead back to the topic. Um, Mental illness can be detected early on in kids. Um, Facts. And you can pretty much put a stop to that by just showing an emotion that you care for that child because a lot of children around here feel that um, adults don't care about them, especially getting bullied and stuff like that. So it, it can happen in either one or two ways. Um, they'll either take it out on themselves or they'll take it out on others because they don't have anybody um, that they feel that's in their corner to care for them. So they have a different way of wanting to take the approach into their own hands. Um there is a few people, you know, I have a lot of friends on Facebook, and I don't really interact with a lot of them, but I do pay attention. And there is a lot of uh, people on my timeline that always think about wanting to hurt themselves, and, you know, that they just, you know, they take pictures with guns, talk about they don't trust nobody. And I feel that when I am blessed to be put in that position to see that, um, I will hit their inbox, you know, just expression, expressing my emotions that I care and you know you're not you're not alone. I don't want you to feel that you're alone. And any time that you feel that it's a very doubtful situation, you could reach out to me, and I will be in a listening ear for you, so that you can just open up and vent. Because sometimes just a small talk can change somebody's life in in just that okay. moment. You don't know that you're actually saving somebody's life. Um, and the the mental illness is actually um, it's more common in in teenagers um, and young adults, um, especially with it given that it's happening around schools and stuff like that. I really want bullying and mental illness to be um, an attention seeker uh, throughout the school. I want the, 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 the teachers and the counselors and within the schools to be more aware of uh, child behavior, the way that they think and the way that they treat others so that they'll know how to deal with it head on and not waiting until it's too late. And, and the only thing they can say is that uh, I wish that I could have done enough. We yeah. should stop wish and start doing something right then and there when we see it with our two eyes instead of waiting until it's too late to try to take a stand and saying that I wish that I would have done that. We, we, can, we can take care of that early on. Facts. Um, and this oh, yeah, goes, I'm just going to reiterate. I'm going to reiterate again that I want us as adults to take care of ourselves because what I'm seeing um, being in the classroom and then working, of course, with other teachers and other uh, paraprofessionals is that we're not taking care of ourselves. So two things are happening. When students are coming to us to talk, we're triggered. And so because we're triggered, now all of a sudden we're going through our own whatever we're going through in process and we can't be there for them to advocate for them. And then something else that's also happening is that, you know, um, the way that schools 
are being set up right now, it's dumb hard to attend to every single student because, you know, we have to teach the middle depending on, you know, what school you're in, um, what type of a classroom you're in. Um, I'm, I'm an interventionalist, so I'm actually coming into the school. I'm coming into the classroom, and I'm either taking kids out or I'm pushing in and actually you know, I'm helping small groups inside. But because I'm just an interventionist, there's, there's access to trainings that I don't get unless I'm part of a certain school system and district that says, no, we want everyone in the school to have this type of a training to look for this X, Y, and Z. And then, um, yeah, and so what's also happening in one of the reasons why um, there was just a huge teacher rally in Raleigh last week that I went to on Wednesday was that people aren't understanding that the way that the governments and local governments are zoning and taking funding away from schools, they're not putting the proper personnel in the classrooms that can be that extra layer of support for the lead teacher. Right. So what that right. means mm-hmm. is, do you see what I'm saying? So like, for example, you're supposed to get a certain dollar amount for every student that is in your classroom. Right. That money then can go back and help fund with what are called teacher teaching assistants. And different states, of course, have different um, qualifications of what that looks like for them or what or, or or not. But specifically in North Carolina what's happening is that they are defunding and defunding and defunding so much that now there was one point in time I was a third grade TA floating between four third grade classrooms um and there was only two uh, two other of us and they pulled somebody to go to another grade which left a big gap and a deficit. So that was 96 kids between three TAs. Mm-hmm. And that's four classrooms. And so it's so mm-hmm. important that we start understanding, you know, especially now as residents of our counties, it's really important that we start understanding what we're voting on when we're voting those local, doing those local um, uh, elections and whatnot, knowing who's mm-hmm. on your school board. What do they right, stand right, for? Exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What is their experience? Because we got somebody, we got somebody who's a secretary of education who I don't even know how she got her education. Somebody that both don't know that don't know nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's trying you know, to refund, refund, refund. One thing it boils down to money. A lot of people care more about Fact. money than they care about feelings. Fact. So Fact. that's how she got her position is is due to money and funding. And nepotism, too, because her family right. was in oh, good. Yes. Nepotism right. is happening right. everywhere nowadays. Everywhere. Nobody, don't, everywhere. nobody doesn't care about how smart you are and what kind of education you've got. As long as you have that bread and, and, and you know, money talks. Money talks. So as long as you got that Ma'am. money to get to any position, you can do it. You can do it. Facts. And that goes back to a Monday, a Money Monday post that I want to bring up. I know I have so many things to say tonight, but last Monday, I don't know if you remember this, Jay, but you posted about um, that decision about would you rather take a $100,000 payout today or would you rather have a penny double for the next 31 days? And I don't know if you recall, but there was some 
there was a discussion that was happening under that string. And it was really yeah. interesting to see people's um, knowledge or not knowledge about compounding interest and what that does, right? Mm-hmm. But the point mm-hmm. that I was making, the point that I was making about that is that I'm not going to judge anybody who actually understands the basis of the compounding interest and still decides to go ahead and take the $100,000 payout today because there's yeah, some things pers- that I can do facts. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, me personally, I'm a very humble yeah. person, and I'm I'm yeah. good with uh, numbers. Me personally, right. I would have took that penny. Um, giving yeah. uh, what I'm doing now, if I ever blow up, you know, if I ever mm-hmm. blow up and I'm getting all this money, best believe mm-hmm. whenever I get Wait, that story and I come back Jamie, to Colorado. Jamie, Jamie I'm going to cut well, you I, off because I, 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 I don't. about to do that. You knew yeah, I would because I do not like what I you knew. said because you said if I blow up, I want you to say when. Say Continue. When. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I blow up. Okay. Go ahead. She I'm not, sorry. She's not I'm sorry. Get she back said on sorry me. to act like she was. Okay. No. Sorry. She, she said sorry to act like she was being polite. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I blow up, best Somebody believe. Call that. Best right. believe that when I get done touring and I come back home, guess what I'm going to be doing? You won't be giving back to your community. Right. Oh yes. Not not only right. giving back to my community, but I'm gonna still have my job because I'm humble, Facts. and I'm gonna be going to work because I want to, not because I have Facts. to. I'm I'm just Facts. that humble. And I got I got so many ideas that what I I really want to do for my uh, community. Um, uh, one of our contracts that we do through through our job is the homeless. Um, you know we in Colorado we have that thing with uh, the um amendment three hundred. A lot of people is trying mm. to vote no. A lot of people is trying to vote yes, and it, it and it mm. all has something to do based off of the homelessness mm-hmm. in Colorado. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I do have my pros and cons about it. There is a lot of homeless people that is homeless because they choose to be homeless. There is a lot of people that's homeless because they're drug addicts. But there is that small population that's homeless because they don't have no choice but to be homeless. They get placed in those categories. And um, what I can do or what I vision myself to do is instead of being the problem, be the solution. So what I feel that I can do for my community is if I can generate enough money, I can go back into my community and actually pick up the people that want the help and separate them. And what I want to do is I want to build low-income housing for the homeless. They only pay so much money, but there's going to be a catch to it. So everybody's always talking about air pollution, um, trash, and stuff like that. So what I would want to do is this is going to be your job. Go around your community and start cleaning it up. Clean up your community. Pick up trash around your community. That will be your job to make sure that you're guaranteed a place to stay. And that will actually separate who really wants to take that versus who really don't. And then that will give you your number on who just chooses to be homeless because they choose to be, because that, that's where they want to be. And then that's when we can start making decisions on how to clean up drug addicts. Um, we can get them the help that they need as far as overcoming their addic- addiction. Because, you know, when kids go out into the world and into their community and they see that, they go based off of an adult example, and they think that that's okay. So that's going, that's also going back to, you know, the self-esteem um the uh, re- renewed inspiration with uh, Clarissa Byers that's actually going back to that. So 
kids look at the adults as their superior. So if they're seeing more wrong than right, which you think that's how they're going to do when they grow up. You know what I'm saying? So All facts. in order to start with the kids, we have to start with the adults, and we have to start cleaning up our streets. we we, we got to separate the two, really, truly. And that's my mission that I've always wanted to do. Um, that was before the movie even came and stuff like that. But if I if I'm blessed, when I am blessed, I'm sorry, I'm, I keep Come saying on. that if word. I know she up there listening. <laughs> but when I am when I am blessed with that opportunity, that is something I'm going to do. Going back to the penny value, I will take that penny value versus that hundred thousand dollars because that hundred thousand dollars ain't gonna always be there. I can make that in three years. Just with my job, it's not going to always be there. Okay, but I know that penny value every day for life is going to add up. I know that for a fact. Facts. Blacktopia, I hope that you have been staying close and listening to this fantastic discussion between all everybody on the panel. But this is your time to call in and join it if you would like. Don't forget to call our number. Press 1, that will put you in the speaker queue, and you can come on online and add your thoughts. Okay, yes. And for anybody that's uh, listening on the link, give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1. We'll bring you on. We have Jamie Moe on here with us. And if you're already streaming from your phone, like Raven said, just press 1, and we'll bring you on. Um. Yeah, we're talking about a lot of different topics, and um, you know, actually, uh, Columbine wasn't two thousand one; it was ninety nine. So it was twenty years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's still all. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I got my yeah. ears. Yeah, I was it's still crazy. in high school when that. Was, yeah, that's it's uh, it's, it's crazy and all the stuff in between. Um, but yeah, we if you if you don't want to talk about this topic, we, we like I said, we talk about anything, anything that comes to mind, anything that you saw in in Blacktopia that you want to bring up. Also, if you want to talk about the Beyonce Sierra dance off thing, you know we we could talk about some fluff okay. topics too. It doesn't matter, Just anything, anything, you know. Um. Oh yes. And, uh, oh yeah. Now. Uh, now. Um. Author R. Coxton, how are you over there feeling? I know you're over there chilling right now. Okay. He must be reading his book and listening to uh, <laughs> Jamie's song. <laughs> it got a little heavy for him, that's all. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Come on, uh, with yourself in my video come back on the air. Where you at? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, uh, now, Jamie Moe, let me ask you uh, back to yourself as an artist. Uh, what plans do you have for your music uh, this year? I know you're dropping an EP and, you know, you have, you know, what what, what all the other plans you got going on as well in addition to that? Um, so I got a couple more songs that's going to come out. I, I said, I know what I said, um, that I was going to drop an entire album, but when I discussed it with the people that was close to me, they felt that, um, that I need to just spoon feed instead of just opening up the whole buffet. Um, I got a lot of more songs that, that's already ready to go, but I'm just waiting to see where this EP is going to go. Um, 
waiting to get feedback on it so that it can actually open open up another side of me because um, with my other songs, they're not as sensual as what I brought out, but I just want to give everybody an idea of what all I can talk about. I could talk about anything. I could talk about a damn tree and make that shit sound so good. You know what I'm saying? So uh, future for my music, um, I really see myself coming coming out with a lot a lot more music, doing a lot more music videos, and just pretty much trying to um, expand my fan base. Uh, uh, really trying to market and get the the right audience to kind of chime on to you know my mission and what I'm trying to do as far as my music and stuff like that. So that's that's pretty much my plan and my goal um, for the rest of this year is just trying to just branch out. You know, um, getting uh, other people that unfamiliar with me, familiar with what I do, just trying to bring the image to myself, um, letting everybody know what type of person I am, how colorful I can be, how outspoken I can be, and stuff like that. I just really want to get, give everybody a good idea of what I can do as far as my music and just know that I'm very open-minded when it comes to it. Oh yes. Now um you said you can make a song about a tree and anything. You can write about anything. Can you also freestyle? Um, I suck at freestyling. <laughs> um, J C tried to get me to come on last Tuesday to freestyle. But um yeah, I pretty much suck at it. It's something that I really have to I have to think about 'cause I'll probably break within my first two verses. I'll be like, Yeah, that's enough for me. Um I would have to really get into my thoughts if I'm going to freestyle about about something just like off the top of my head. I really have to get into my thoughts. Um, I wanted to question last week about a couple of them that was on there if they was actually freestyling or if they was reading off a piece of paper. Oh, that wasn't. Uh, it, oh, actually, uh, uh, Jamie, that wasn't too. That wasn't Blacktopia. That was a different. That was Friday. That was a freestyle Friday thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. No, yeah. That wasn't this. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I well, hey, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not sure either. But I mean, you know, a lot of them don't. I, I'll probably get to that point where I can actually just just bust off the top of my head. But right now, with my mental state, yeah, it's not gonna go good. I'm gonna be completely honest with that. It's not gonna go good at all. <laughs> oh yeah, y'all gonna hang up on me. Well, the next time, y'all gonna hang up for real. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next time we have a, a freestyle uh, opportunity, that, you don't have to do that. You can you can spit written flows, you know. To the, uh, I mean, you know, we won't know, you know. Just do what you do, do what you do best. Okay, you know, yeah, okay. I could probably do it. Oh yes, all right. I'll, Caller I'll in the definitely, definitely. All right. Caller in the five six two three three one. You're on the air. Who is this? This is John Huey. How's everybody doing? John Huey! Hi. Let's throw some cool Hi, John Huey. You ain't related to that one Huey boy that be doing that, uh, that, um, y'all know what I'm talking about, that music, uh, that music he be doing? No, that's With not me. Boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I thought I'd give it not a Not familiar. Un- unfortunately, right. not familiar. 
Okay. So, uh, um, unfortunately, I, I, I called the show early, and um, in the middle of listening, I was like, it was going good, but then uh, I, I got a call from my uh, my son's mother. We had to discuss my son. Well, nothing, nothing bad, but I, it interrupted me listening to the show, so I'm kind of lost. We were on, on, on for about an hour. But I did catch the tail end of um, a young lady talking about uh, – the homeless problem and how she would like to help the homeless. And um, I think that's, I've been, that's been something that's been going on in my mind for, for a minute now that we, we, uh, we definitely have a homeless problem. I'm in LA and it's crazy, but uh, we need to do more things as a people to, to help that situation. And, and I think that there's a, a way to help people that are, that are not well off but that's still where we can still make it a profitable business where it's not, we're not killing them by taking all their money and putting them in a situation to where they they're living in a nice, safe, clean, comfortable quarters, you know, um, but at an reasonable, affordable price where it could lead to home ownership. There are, there, you know, there are ways to do these things, but we have to think outside the box and you, you can't always do things the way things have been done because the way they've been being done, they don't work. Then that's insanity right. to continue to do something the same way and expect it to work. It doesn't work for everybody. Like she said, right. some people are homeless because they missed one car payment or they missed one house note or they got sick or whatever, and they don't want to be there. But then there are those other ones that, that are on drugs or got mental issues, and there's, there's the ones that they just don't give a damn, and that's where they want to be. And again, you need to, to weed out the pre, the people that have the problems. And, and sometimes when a homeless person is on drugs, it's to escape their situation, you know, yes, and if you give them, reality. Uh-huh. If, exactly. So if you give them something that they can live, that they have to live for, that they can, a, a pride of ownership or, or, or whatever, do they, then they, their life changes. They give them a job, you give them something of a, a, a purpose in life. And then they change, and 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 but if you, but if you expect people to, to if you expect people to change, for you know you need to change before you do this. It doesn't necessarily work that way. You got to give them a reason to change so that they can right. change. Not you need right. to change. It it doesn't work that way, you know. And so I, I I think our community there's a lot of opportunity in our communities and other communities. We don't have to necessarily be in the big cities. There you know, but but we need to get together and and re- pool our resources and come up with something that where we make it affordable for people so that they can, they can, um, I see, I've seen this, this thing the other day that they, they put together as communities of, of tiny homes in, in Portland, Oregon. And one of the, the, the benefits of it is that crime rate, the crime rate went down in that, in that neighborhood. And they thought it was going to be the exact opposite because people took pride in their ownership. They had to, Help build. They had to put 25 hours in to of uh, to help build their own place, and most people put in double that or triple that, you know. And because if you don't have any skin in the game, it's easy to just you know I don't give a damn, you know. And you know these people who yeah. are living on you know less than $500 a month, but they had their own place that was that had running water, that had you know a roof that didn't leak, and you know, and they they could put their stuff in and. And, you know, and, and eventually, 
get themselves somewhere else so they can don't have to be there. Or if that's where they want to be, then that's where they're going to be. So you can't always look. Everybody doesn't need a mansion. Some people just need a room, you know, that's right, clean. Right. They got running water. And, you know, right. we, we, and, we have to stop. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm, 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 I can take a pause. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say, this is Adrian. I was going to say, um, like, different. there are different people in different communities, and sometimes you have to, if it's something you really want to do, you're just going to have to do it because waiting is not going to, it's not going to get it done because remember when it it's got real cold in Chicago? Yeah, the the lady, it was actually a black lady, she um, got all those rooms together for homeless people um, when the weather was like 20 below. So she was able to, she was doing it on her own, but then when people found out about it, people donated money to her, and she was able to house them for more than a day, and she was able to house more people than she thought she was going to be able to house during that um, real cold spell in Chicago. And also, um, ironically, I just read uh, um <laughs> I just read an article this week, I think it was Monday, about a, a white man. He took in a homeless black couple. He lives on a $4 million property, and the people in his neighborhood are mad because, of course, you see these two black people walking around. You know, they're they're not in the best medical shape because they're older, okay. the older black couple, 50s and 60s. That's and, um, right, and that's what happened. <laughs> right, and and he's you know saying, saying so when yeah, and when he moved them in, he said he called the police and let them know that they were there. So when the police were getting calls, they already knew. So half the time they wouldn't come out. And he's actually like even in the article, one I think just one other person in his neighborhood um, was saying she's going to start talking to them and stuff. But I think a few of them give them rides to different places because you know being in a big rich community is probably no public transportation so a couple people are helping and doing different things but he was he was saying he was helping them but he couldn't give them the kind of help that he wanted because of where they were so he just moved them in and he's a uh, developer you know he's rich he's a, a mogul and he does realtor and you know little real estate and stuff so he's actually making some places for more homeless people to live in um, this other area. So he's doing what he can because that's his – he has more funds to do so, and that apparently is his plight for right now because everybody has their thing that they can do, want to do, and are able to do. Um, it's just finding what you're able to do. So I, I really enjoyed the, the article. It was somewhere in California, uh, Oakland Street. Yeah, Oakland. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Nobody really cares about being in that says, position until they're actually placed in that position. Right. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I also oh. want to say, too, that, uh, that I think there needs to be some type of uh, rehabilitation programs. Uh, I don't know if they have them or not, uh, you know, but uh, some rehabilitation-type programs teaching people uh, that are homeless how to come up out of the situation and stay out of it. And uh, and even some type of thing for people who are almost about to be homeless, you know, just not very good with, uh, you know, with their money and, and things like that. Just something to just kind of keep them from, from getting to that situation. And for the ones that are in the situation, just kind of teaching them how to live better so that they can come up out of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Jay, but part I think of that, that is. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. Part of that is is 
it starts in in the home. It starts in the community. We don't have the community that we that we used to have. How you know it takes a you know it takes a village to raise a child, and we don't have those villages anymore. We don't have the the, the old head and you know the, the the grandmother, the grandfather that worked that 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 knows how hard it was, and they busted their butt and they told like, hey, you got to do this, you need to do that. We don't have we don't have enough of them. Not only we don't have, we don't have enough of those those voices. We don't have enough of those voices. Like we were talking about in this, when you vote for, when you're talking about schooling, and who do you put in the schools, and what do they what do they put on the curriculum? You know, are they putting stuff on there that that are really going to be beneficial to us, or they're just putting that's going to be beneficial to them? And what I mean by them, I mean the people who have money that are trying to use us as cattle, so that when so and and so that we can go to jail and produce more money than than cattle will because. The cattle don't tell you when they sick or, or things of that nature, and they, they can lock us all up and, and, and treat us however the hell we want because, you know, you know what I mean? It's, 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 everything is tied together, and you got to start peeling back that onion so you can see what's really there and, and, and right. get to the core of it. And but one last thing I wanted to say, and I'm going to let, let you go, and I'm going I'm to get going. Okay, you know how, like, I don't know if you know, but in Florida, they just passed a law that uh, felons can now, after they go through their probation or whatever the situation, they can now vote. But then the re- Republicans, and I don't want to be all political, but this is just real, but the Republicans, then they, they decided, well, no, you got to pay your fine in order to be able to vote. Okay, a poll tax. Now, here's what, what should be happening in, you know, in, in our community because it affects our community more than anything. These entertainers that go around, especially from those communities that 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 talk about all the, you know, shaking their ass and and and, and drinking some syrup or, or whatever the hell it is they're doing, it's this this ghetto ass shit that they're doing. Instead of worrying about that, what they need to be doing, they need to be donating some of the money from these concerts and things and say, look, we're gonna pay these fines for these people because they're gonna be voting, and nine times out of ten, they're gonna vote for things that that affect us, that are that are gonna be beneficial to us. And we need to put together uh, an initiative of, you know, and, and people in those communities are, you know, or some of the, the entertainers need to get together and say, look, you know what, we, we can't, maybe we can't change that right now. But what we can do is we can go through and we can, and, and go by case by case basis. Say, okay, well, this is, a, this is some BS. It's only $50. It's only $100. Or, it was a couple hundred, or if it was $10,000, yeah, you know that person's not going to pay for it. And, and just... And you know, because that's not a lot of money to some of these people. It's you know, it's a, it's a write-off. It's it's they need to they need they need to find ways to to spend money and spend it on something that's that's worthy. Not no, nobody needs four hundred cars. You know, help your help your fellow man when yeah, you get society, to the car. You know, society doesn't look at rich people and society doesn't look at poor people. Society looks at the middle class to take up that extra slack, and that's just that's that's facts. Um, rich people are going. We to don't have them. We don't have a middle class huh? anymore. I'm sorry. We don't have a middle class anymore because <laughs> because we bled them out. Like seriously, we we don't have it anymore. The, the, it's literally you're poor, working poor, or you're rich in that one percent. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please continue, Jamie. But no, that that was just it. Like they they just look they look at somebody that's not doing bad and is not doing good as a superior to make uh, pretty much life decisions for everybody else. The rich people don't care. 
um, only maybe about a one about one percent of them actually care, and they actually donate to different places and stuff like that. And then, what can the poor people do? They can't even do anything for themselves. So they look they look at people that's just normal to be the superior for all classes. That's just my opinion in that. No, you're right. That that the majority of people. Um, at the top don't care, and the people at the bottom can't do anything about it, and the people in the middle that's dwindling don't have the time or the energy to do anything because the people at the top who have the control are making it more difficult for the people in the middle and the bottom to do anything. Exactly. But that's also a reason that the, you know, if, if you don't like the current administration and want to see some change, well, then the, the, the party that lost needs to get off their butt and needs to start doing things that's going to make it appealing for people to go out and actually vote. Think about this. This is truly my last point. This president got elected with 24% of the country because half the country didn't vote, 26% of the country didn't vote for him, and 24% because of our elector college system got him elected. Now, if more people would have voted, say 30% of, 30% of the country would have voted, there's no way that it, that that it would have that he would have been elected. So it's it, it, there's a a conscious effort on both sides to keep that number low because they can control it one way or the other. Because if everybody was to go out and vote, like in some countries where it's it's the law where you have to, if you don't vote, you don't get anything. You're 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 no longer a citizen. Then the majority of people don't feel. The majority of people are in the middle of it in this country. They're not far left. They're not far right. They want they want things to be nice and, and good for everybody, not just for the top, not just for the bottom, not just for the left, not just for the right, but they want everybody to be happy. And But th- what that means is that means a lot of people in Congress are going to lose their jobs, and they don't want to lose their job. They like their power and, the, and the, or that status symbol, you know, to, to be there. So think about that. It's like, you know, if, if people actually get out there and voted, and you start in your community, like you said, start your school, your school board, get people that look like you to have your interests on the school board so you can get better education. And then you go to the city council and you start going from there, get get together with your with your church, your mosque, your synagogue, whatever it is, and go to your local council and say, look, you're, you're, look this is the senators I have. We're going to vote you in or out if you don't hear what it is we got to say. I'm bringing all, exactly. these, all these numbers. And you start doing that, that's how you build power. Start uh, grassroots. You can't get no more grassroots than that. You know, that's that's just how it is. Yeah. PTA, how do you think people people get into PTA and think, you know, oh, I don't like the PTA? Well, what did you do about it? Or don't complain about it. Do something about it. And then, yeah, you know, these, yeah. Com- mm-hmm. yeah, these communities these communities that are that are 99% black and the, and the city council and the school board and everybody don't look like them. Shame on them. Shame on the people that live in that community for not getting at their butts out there and doing what they got to do because everybody doesn't have a felony in that community. Right. Every, you know, so if if the people actually get out there and vote and start saying my vote don't count, your vote don't count because you don't want it to count. I, you, I, have, to yeah. I have to interject. I have to interject, and the reason why I have to the Go reason ahead. why I have to interject is that we have to be specific when we're talking about people need to vote because in every election we yes. break it down. By black, by black females, black males, white females, and white males. White, uh, black females have consistently and constantly pulled their weight 
in all of oh, the yeah. elections across across the board. So let's be specific because right now you're on the you're on the phone with three black females. We voted. Okay. Let me let me let me let me let me be very let me be very clear about what I what I mean. Okay. So what I mean is by people not voting, I mean people who who are mostly male because a lot of men don't vote, and they're the first ones to say that my vote don't count, your vote don't count. They like to go around doing that. Women, like you said, they are they are doing it, especially black women. But there are a lot of communities that we're not getting to, and we need to get to those communities and get them get those numbers up there. It's, you're doing a great job, but that doesn't mean that it couldn't be better. And that's my point. We could do better. And if we do better in our own communities, we could take care of our own communities first, and then move, and then whatever happens somewhere else, it happens somewhere else. But our own communities should be our priority. We should control our own communities. Exactly, exactly. Definitely. Thank you for the for the call, John Huey. Uh, we're going to definitely talk about more about this in the future. Uh, but it's always a pleasure you call it. I'm going to get one more caller in. But before I do that, I just have one quick thing I want to say about the uh, the homeless issue. Um, you know, to you know, May. The month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I believe a lot a lot of the reason why a lot of people are homeless is because they do have mental health issues. And if we solve what's going on with them mentally, I think that right there could solve the, the a lot of the the homeless population right there. You know, um, mm-hmm. that's, that's something I was thinking. But uh, and, but definitely, I mean, John, you were thinking. I'm sorry, Jay. I was going to piggyback on what you were saying. And exactly what you were thinking is true because um, the state quit, um, you know, they closed a lot of mental health facilities down and basically put people on the street. So it basically put, made people homeless. So the only other place for them to go is prison at this point because they don't have the um, all of the inpatient mental health facilities that they used to have um, years ago. So you, you are correct in that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, let's go ahead and take this last call and want to wrap everything up. Call, well, I know who this person is, but I'll let them tell it. Caller in the 704-606, you're on the air. Who is this? Hey, what's up? John, Adrian. <laughs> hey, Brian. And Ms. Yay. Yay. Just Jamie Moore, my fault. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to um add my two cents. And oh my congrats God! Congrats on all your. <laughs> uh, it better be good. It better be good, sir. It better be good. Yes, man. Just take congrats on all um, your success, Jamie, and uh, following your dreams. Uh, I'm proud of you, and keep it up. Thank you so much. And that was short and simple, yeah. Jay. I'm gonna let you go ahead and close the show out, man. Um, I've been waiting forever. No, nah, I'm just playing. But uh, yeah, man, it was a nice show. And uh, yeah. congratulations to all y'all. Thank you. No, you thank you for me. Thank you for me and breathing. Stop talking, class. Hanging in there. You gotta ask me a question. What the fuck? You better ask me a question. Uh, Brent, no problem. Brent, you wanna ask me a question? Well, I do want to say, Adrian. Um, I know last week uh, you spit a poem. 
and it was for a reason. And uh, I wanted to say you did very well. I didn't get to say that last week when I called in. Oh, um, question. Yay. Question. Yeah. Um, no, I don't really got a question. All I can say is, like, uh, Jamie's personality uh, does go with uh, – what she's doing with her music. Um, I did notice that. And uh, that's pretty much it, John. I'm going to let you close it out. Y'all have a good night. Okay, you too. Thank Thank you for calling. Uh, Yes, definitely. Thank you, Brad. Oh, yeah, the name of that poem was called The Helper. Oh, I want to call The Helper. That was one of my favorite ones from Adrian Charleston. Uh, So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely get that book, www.adrian-charleston.com. And purchase Butterfly Flow. All right. It's time to wrap it up. Adrian yeah, Charles. That was a good show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The mic. Yes. Yours. Oh, my name. Oh, hey. Yeah, no. um, I guess. <laughs> and, and, um, uh, Jamie Law, I need for you to do this as well. I need for you to plug yourself. I need for you to tell us all your YouTube channels, your um, Instagrams, your Facebook, your Twitter, and all that. So I'm going to go ahead and let you all know. You can follow me on Instagram, AC Butterfly Flow, um, Facebook, Adrian Charleston, uh, website, www.adrian-charleston.com. Um, you can Google Butterfly Flow and you'll find me. I'm there. <laughs> Okay, butterfly flow. I got you. Well, <laughs> as far as for me, um, everybody can find me, of course, on Facebook under Jamie Crowley and Jamie Mo. Um, if you type in Jamie Mo, both of my pages will uh, pop up my personal page and my fan page. Um, everybody can find me on YouTube. Um, I have different YouTube accounts, but the one that's specifying my face, that's my personal YouTube account, and the other one. Those are just through uh, various artists um, because of the um, the uh, platform that I put my music under. Anybody can subscribe to any of those channels, but I would recommend everybody subscribing to the actual Jamie Mo YouTube page. Um, everybody can find me on Instagram on Jamie underscore Mo. Um, I don't really care for Twitter. Um, I don't even know my <laughs> information for Twitter, so we could just leave Twitter out. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's uh pretty much the platform that I'm on is just Facebook and Instagram. So I'm between the two and YouTube. So that's where everybody can find me. You, anybody can type in my name on Google as well. Um, you can go into Google, type in Jamie Mo, and all of my little platforms will just show up right there. Um, I'll be like the first two two links. I got other links out there. Some of them I don't even know nothing about. Uh, it, it's just like other people talking about me. I'm waiting for the day somebody's going to put me on Wikipedia. You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for the day somebody's going to do a, um, a a biography of me on Wikipedia. But yeah, I do. I, I will pop up in the Google links and they'll let uh, from there they'll let you know you can find me here too. All right, yeah. Raven, Miss Raven, close us out. Blacktopia tonight has been an inclusive and uh, um, inclusive night full of full discussion across the spectrum. I mean, we've talked about education, we've talked about homelessness, we've talked about mental health and Mental Health Awareness Month, we've talked about 
um, the National Masturbation Month, um, also in May, because May has come, and so should you. We've watched videos that have helped us with our May <laughs> masturbation um, campaign, and we have laughed, and we have cried, and this has been a great show, so thank you for listening, Blacktopia. Please do not forget, there was a topic that we did not cover and or that we covered and you want to get more in-depth with, please come and visit us on our Facebook page, Blacktopia, and we will have a discussion filtered around whatever it is that you want to discuss. So don't forget, we are not just a Tuesday night roundtable radio show. We are also an everyday Facebook um, page. So keep that in mind. And I think that's all I wanted mm-hmm. to say. I am Miss Ray. Come on, somebody. All right. You don't have to go home, but you got to stop the thing. Everybody, good night. Thank you. Good night, Blacktopia. Good night. Good night from Jamie Lowe.